CinemaSins has a fan club. It's called The Sin Club, and members get all sorts of things like early episodes, bonus videos, merch discounts, and even monthly bonus podcasts. Membership starts at $3 a month, and you can sign up now at patreon.com slash CinemaSins. Uh, Lucifer. 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 Oh my god. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from CinemaSins. Hello, hello. Today we're going to be doing a mini pod. Mini pod on No Time to Die, the last <laughs> James Bond 007 of Daniel Craig's tenure in the role. The movie we are recording this on the 21st, so it has been out for two weeks now. It's made about a hundred million domestically uh actually it's over it now um and uh worldwide i think it's made over 300 yeah 348 million so it's 452 now not not bad i think they were expecting more i guess because a the movie was supposed to come out was it april 2020 was was the first date for it or was it well yeah i think so i think that's right i i feel like it even got moved like Maybe it got moved to that pre-pandemic. I, I feel like that, like I feel like it got moved once for whatever reason. It wasn't finished or something, but I think it was like April or March. But it got, it was like one of the first movies to move, wasn't it? Like yeah, once it was. The, it was one of the first happening. big ones for sure. I remember yeah. that, and like, uh, was it um, I, Godzilla? I yeah, there were there were a couple like that that were in there. But anyway, uh, I think the, with the anticipation of this movie being so high and then it being held back for another year and uh and then it was a year and change it's you know i mean it was a year and six months before it finally came out yeah uh, after that um i think people were expecting like a big huge like hundred million dollar opening but i don't think bond movies ever typically do that kind of uh thing anyway um but overall this is a this is a huge hit uh, i would say i mean i know they're talking about marketing costs and it was i think i've heard as high as 350 million i guess yeah. due to i read somewhere the they, would, they they won't hit a profit until they make like 800 million so i don't know i don't know if that's true but it's yeah they're they're it needing sounds, a little bit more cash sounds pretty true but who knows i mean we never we will we'll never really know but um so it's been a couple of weeks it's been out um and it took it took me a while to watch it actually you you only recently watched this too right like maybe I was last yeah week? I was I was out of town the weekend it opened so I I just saw it when I got back in town I saw it about a week ago it's probably mm-hmm. about right so um well, let's get into the uh the stuff that we the, the non-spoiler stuff um overall I think I enjoyed this movie um I th- I think this has a weak villain. Um, uh, Rami Malek is really good. I like that guy, but I didn't like this villain at all. Um, it, 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 it just wasn't a satisfying enough kind of, uh, story for me. Um, uh, I, I do like, I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting that this particular series of bond movies, they decided, uh, they were going to have 
a somewhat continuous story uh, throughout where, you know, he falls in love and loses the girl at the end of Casino Royale. And then it, that Vesper Lynn becomes a sort of a thread throughout the entire series. Uh, you know, they, they bring back Leia Sadu in this, uh, you know, it, so characters are, are characters that normally would be, you know, love them and leave them types bond sticks with in, in these movies. Um, but the overall, I, I, I liked, I liked some of the action in this and, um, but the, I just feel like the villain of this movie drags it down and it's two hours and 45 minutes um it's something that was just there's scenes where you're like you could just easily get just go through you know you could get through this easily if you wanted to but they they take their time on it so uh overall um i i i like this okay yeah i think i'm i think i'm maybe i liked it a little better i don't know i guess we'll see when the grades come but i i'm kind of in the same boat i actually the interesting thing about the rami Malley thing i i honestly at this point i don't really get uh, Rami Malek is an actor. I just, I, for whatever reason, I just don't really connect with his performances. He, he and, can be a little bit, uh, unusual in the way yeah, he, he and, presents characters. And I mean, I, I never got into Mr. Robot. Um, mm. I, I didn't really much care for him and the, the movies I've seen him in for the most part. Uh, now granted, some of that has to do with just their bad movies, like stuff like the little things from, you know, I guess mm -hmm. was that earlier this year. Or I can't even remember now. I think that was earlier this year, like beginning of the mm -hmm. year. But, um, I think the villain is more interesting than the performance, I guess, in a lot of ways. Like, I think there is something there that could work, but I, his performance, I think just kind of takes it away. And you could be right. I also, for some reason, like, and this is, you know, this is no fault of the movie itself, but I had randomly read, like, don't, don't know anything about the villain because it's, you know, it's, you know, it's like, it's surprising. And, and, and we can talk about this in spoilers and maybe I missed something huge, but like, I didn't catch anything that would be like a big twist, you know, I or, didn't either. So um, I, and like I kept I said, expecting it. I yeah, kept expecting yeah. it. Like something was going to come out of the blue. They'd be like, Oh, that's devastating. But yeah never really did because <laughs> like i like i like the idea of him being like kind of this puppet master right like because you've got mm. blofeld is back uh christoph waltz i mean he's in mm -hmm. the trailer so i don't think that's giving anything away and so specter's back but mm -hmm. like you know and so what they end up doing with them pretty early on is kind of interesting because it's kind of like whoa that you know i didn't see that coming you know mm -hmm. um but I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was made well. I, I like I did like the action for the most part, uh, especially a couple of the early scenes I thought were really well done. Um, I Craig's great. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, this might actually be his best performance as Bond since like maybe Casino I Royale. Say, I would say so. Yeah, it's more pretty close. more more scenes to actually show off acting chops. Exactly. Those. Because early on, he's not even like he's not a double O anymore, right? He's, I mean, if you if you've seen Spectre, you know he kind of walked away, and so you know it takes a minute for him to get back into the 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 fold. But uh, mm -hmm. so I think that opens up some interesting uh, stuff for him to get to do. And he seemed like uh, when I watched him on the like doing like I saw him like on Graham Norton and a couple other things where he was doing interviews, he seemed happier. Like he just seemed more excited about this one than. Mm -hmm. uh you know i've because he he's 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 been a little big he's been a little um not negative towards the franchise but he's always been just kind of like i don't know i don't know he just seemed more excited that's all i know to say mm -hmm. um 
so I really liked him. Uh, the supporting cast is really fun. Uh, I I love Ray Fiennes as Elm, and mm-hmm. uh, I love Naomi Harris as Money Penny. Um, I kind of I I it'd be cool if they found a way to keep them in it somehow, like whatever they mm-hmm. decide to do. I don't know if that's really possible. I know. They I mean, this whole, I think everybody yeah. except Craig is on, is uh, uh fair to, I mean, if they want yeah. to go on to the next yeah. one, unless, unless they completely want to reboot it. Exactly. Uh, which is very possible. Who knows, mm-hmm. you know, but like Ben Wishall, I mean, is a great cue. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, and that's a, that's a hard character to replace. I think more than the other ones. I mean, there've been great actors that have played Elm and stuff, but I just, I think Q is kind of always, you know, uh, oh God, I always forgot his name. Is it Desmond? Desmond Llewellyn. Desmond Llewellyn. Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, I even weirdly like Tanner, the Roy Kinnear character. I don't know what he was given a little more to do in this one. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of enjoyed him. Uh, Lashana Lynch is really good as a, as I guess her role is kind of secret. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but anyways, uh, I, yeah, so there's a lot to like here, and I, you might be right about the villain, and it's too long, I think, and I don't know it for being the. I, I think it's. I think this Craig series has been weird. I, I, I like the attempt at like doing this continuous storyline, but they've had so many like it. There's been so many delays, so it's this is like 15 years mm-hmm. of like trying to continue. So it's really hard to even remember sometimes some mm-hmm. of what's happened unless you just go back and watch every movie every time a new one comes out which i never have time to do so mm-hmm. i have no time to watch um so uh god that was terrible so <laughs> uh uh but uh you know so that that i, I i'm of two minds about the continuing storyline I, I think it's i think it was an i, I think it was a a great i think it was an interesting idea i don't know how well it was executed and especially because specter was so bad mm-hmm. uh they just the the introduction of blofeld and just all that just at, and especially after you watch this one feels so unnecessary mm-hmm. um like they like they were kind of going out of their way to try to tie blofeld into everything and i don't know that anyone cared I mean, I, mm-hmm. you know, you could have just left him out of the entire series, I think, and it would have been fine. I like Waltz. I mean, I, you know, I enjoy him and, but he could have been another villain, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that's, yeah, that's, that's I know a what spe- you mean. That's a specter issue more than a no time to die issue. They but, don't seem to, have, it's not, even though they made a whole movie with their name in it and everything, they don't yeah. seem to really be that I mean, they they don't seem to have that kind of influence in the movie, really. I mean, yeah, in this one, they're talking about like how they have thousands of agents all over the place and everything. And it's like yeah. it, it, it sounds like a Hydra almost, except not nearly as um, potent as Hydra <laughs> is in the that, you know the Marvel movies. That's a good point too. That's another thing about this series that's weird is I feel like it's always kind of tried to tap into whatever is going on in the zeitgeist at the time, like Casino mm. Royale and especially Quantum of Solace very much felt like born identity type. Like they were really mm. getting into like that type of thing. Uh, Spectre really felt like a Marvel movie. Like it mm-hmm. felt like a comic book movie. I mean, he has like a Joker layer. I mean, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one kind of had that like John Wick type feel to it like it kind of felt Mm -hmm. somewhere in that vein you know like uh if you could incorporate john wick into a bond type you know uh global plot 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, you know, that's another thing that's kind of interesting about this series. But no, yeah, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. And like, I don't, but maybe this is also because as a Bond fan, I've never really cared for Blofeld. Like that's never been something about the series that I've been like, oh, mm-hmm. I really like when they had Blofeld in a movie. Yeah. Um, in fact, if anything, it was kind of irritating back in the day when they were trying to incorporate him into stuff where he didn't need to be like diamonds are forever, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think the series actually got better when they lost the rights to the character, uh, or mm-hmm. not better necessarily, but I'm just saying, I think that was, they actually had to create different villains and stuff like that. I think that was more interesting. Uh, yeah. so yeah, anyways, but yeah, yeah, this is one that I think that the, the Rami Malek character could have had. Uh, could have just been another villain that Bond had to take down in yeah. some way. And uh, they didn't have, I mean, they tie it in, they tie it in to Blofeld, but it's, it's, I mean, maybe that's what they're talking about when mm-hmm. there's some sort of mind blowing thing, but you know, it's like, and, and you have a series matter. and you have a series that has created a couple of really good villains. You have the, the Mads Mikkelsen character from uh, Casino Royale. And then you have, mm-hmm. um, uh, I just forgot his name. Silva from uh, Harvey Harvey Bardem and uh, Javier Bardem and, and, Sky, and Skyfall. Skyfall. Those are those are great Bond villains. Mm-hmm. You know, for for different. We've reasons. butchered every name that we've said today. By the way, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. I just I'm sitting there going, oh, that's not how you, you probably don't pronounce it that way. You don't pronounce this that way. Whatever the international audience we have right now is like, what a bunch of fucking dumbass hayseeds that are fucking. It's Mads Mikkelsen. You should know this. It's mods. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think I was, I think I was watching this movie with this anticipatory kind of feeling like there's going to be some big secret that Rami Malek has that's going to just blow this movie, up, uh, you know, just going to blow this movie up into the stratosphere or something and never really materialized for me. Um, and, and I don't, I mean, and this is, not really spoiler either. This is just kind of talking about his plan in the movie. It's, you know, he's using these microbots that are kind of a virus type of thing. Don't they, they don't necessarily kill, uh, the person that they get on, but they are, yeah. they are, uh, supposed to eventually get to a target and then kill the target. Um, that could have been pretty interesting, but it was, it, it, uh, never really, I don't think it, it has, it has a couple of, a couple of moments to shine those little microbot things. But, uh, I just felt like, I felt like Bond's love life was, was primary in this movie and the, uh, the, you know, the mission was secondary almost like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that, but it seemed like there was more devotion to, is he going to get back with Leia Sadu in this? And is he going <laughs> to, uh, is he going to like, you know, uh, finally get over Vesper Lind and all this. And I don't know, there was more, yeah. I mean, obviously the mission that he takes on is the bulk of the movie, but it seems like way more dedication to well, his personal life than normal. Yeah. And that ends up being the fun stuff, right? That ends up being the more interesting. Like I love the stuff with him and the Lashana Lynch character or Nomi. I mean, that I, I enjoy that back and forth. And even though it's a little silly and it's a little broad, but I still enjoy it. I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of what I like in, in a bond movie, you know, that, cause I mean, that's the one thing about the Craig movies that has, and I don't know, and maybe it's just 
in general, just movie like comic book movies even have done this where everything just seems to be, you know, you're watching that new Batman trailer, which looks really good, but it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's another, you know, it's really dark and mm-hmm. <laughs> depressing. And these Craig films kind of fall in that range. And I know for a lot of people, they like that because they feel like it's more serious, but it's still got that it almost becomes more silly in some ways because they, they try so hard to, you know, keep it more like realistic, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I love those moments of levity that you have with like, or the lighter moments you have, like with the stuff with him and Nomi or the stuff with him and Elm even, or uh money penny, you know, that was kind of where I was more engaged uh, mm-hmm. with the film. Um, and then, like I said, the action scenes were well done. So the bond stuff I had a lot of fun with, but I, yeah, like you said, the, a lot of the love story I felt like was either, uh, overemphasized or maybe even it was a little short shrifted, uh, mm. when all was said and done. And I also didn't really like the ending, which we can talk about that more in spoilers, but it's just because it's one of those things where, you know, there's going to be more bond movies. So I, I don't know. It just, I don't know how you do anything yeah, like and, that. And by the way, I think I said microbots. It's nanobots. And I know that there is a difference. So, I mean, for some <laughs> people between micro and nano, um, I mean, we're going to, we're, we're, we're mispronouncing everything. We're probably <laughs> even saying stuff that happened in the movie that didn't, um, you know, it's one of those type of reviews. Um, no, um, it's interesting. The ending, I actually liked the ending. Um, uh, if, especially if you would a- adhere to the idea that, uh, you know, no, we should probably get this in a spoiler. So, um, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about the ending in spoilers, but, okay. um, uh, but I actually liked the ending and, uh, and, uh, um, I think that was, I think that what a lot of people who like this movie are coming out of uh, liking it about it is because it does, ha- it, you know, it does have sort of an emotionally resonant and en- ending. Um, and, but you know, I mean, it's, 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 I, I, I did like it. Um, let's go ahead and do, uh, our letter grades. Um, I, like I said, I, I mean, I, I think, I think bond movies are, uh, I mean, just like any other comic book movie where the villain, uh, the, the villain has to be strong for the, for the movie to be good. And I just don't, I don't get this Rami Malek character really. So, uh, I, I'm going to give this a B minus. I was really kind of expecting a little bit more out of this for some reason. Um, and, uh, and, uh, I I guess I mean if it's not for that ending that I liked this might be in C territory but uh cool. I I uh, I think it's a B minus. Yeah, well yeah, we'll definitely talk more about the ending and spoilers. Dislike might have been a little strong. I I just I had I had some differing opinions about it. Um mm-hmm. but uh I'm I'm in the same boat, but I'm going to give I'm going to give it a little higher. I'm going to give it a B because like I said, like a lot of the the more bond type stuff I I did have a lot of fun with it was, I think Craig's really, like I said, I think this is maybe my favorite of his performances, even though it's not the best of the films by any means, but uh, I think it's one of my favorite performances of his. And um, I don't know. He just seems to be having a lot of fun with this. And so it was kind of hard not to have fun on my end. So I I think it's a B. I think there's Mm -hmm. enough there to, to give it that, but my, and especially with two hours and 45 minutes, I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. 
Um, all right, let's get into the spoilers and talk about, let's get down to the real shit. <laughs> no spoilers! Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Sose. Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. She's the sister and the daughter. They just no, 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 I'm reading the books. We can talk, let's, like, we've been bringing up this ending this whole time, but so yeah, I liked it because if you adhere to the fact that, and I, and I don't know if I do, because if this is true, then the whole James Bond series has been contradicting this. But um, if you adhere to the fact that anybody could be James Bond. Now we know anybody can be 007 because yeah. of this Nomi character. Um, and you know, but the question for me is, can anybody be James Bond as well? Is that just a second um, code name that he goes by? Um, uh, I, I, I like the idea that, you know, because we've gone through so many iterations of, you know, Sean Connery and Roger Moore and all, and people are always like, how is it the, the James Bond is still around the same age as he was when he started? Mm -hmm. And how is he younger here? And how does Judy Dench cross over from the Pierce Brosnan to the, you know, it, there, there's a lot of different, uh, things there the thing that for me cancels all of that out is when they refer to him being married from on her majesty's secret service especially like as far as uh the living daylight no is, mm -hmm. it, is it it's licensed to kill that they bring that they bring yeah, out they his do. marriage and uh and you know that to me means that it, he's supposedly the same james bond all the way through this uh, even though everybody else ages, I guess everybody, I guess every James Bond could have a like a marriage that ended in tragedy <laughs> just happens to be a coincidence that it's a different James Bond every time that that's a possibility. But, um, uh, I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, he, he, he's dying at, he gets, he gets killed at the end. He's in the middle of all those bombs. Of course they could do anything they wanted to, to make sure to make it seem like he's still alive, of course. But, um, but he he dies at the end of this and um you know if you if you believe that anybody can be james bond and they call them james bond then yeah the next time we see james bond it's not going to be daniel craig it'll be some other person and and we're supposed to assume i guess at that point that they go out and they were out in the world with a different name until they joined mi6 mm -hmm. and they're like you're now 007 james bond or whatever you're going to be, um, you know, uh, I, I don't, do you agree with, I think it's kind of fun. I, it's interesting that Nomi has this militant, uh, you know, uh, he, she wants to, uh, she, she's, she definitely looks at bond a certain way, like perceives him as a threat of some sort and mm -hmm. is even like throwing in, is uh is trying to outdo him throughout the movie and she's relishing in the fact that she's saying 007 that she's yeah. the 007 then he changed then he changes her mind like three quarters through the movie and then she's willing to give the 007 back to him uh during all of this but uh i was kind of a little silly by the way <laughs> i was kind of hoping she'd just keep it you know like yeah there I, was no reason to we all know we all know who James Bond is. We don't, he doesn't need to have the 007 while he's kicking ass, you know? 
Yeah, then no, that's true. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where they're going with this. I mean, I that that you know, yeah, that's that's an awesome fan theory that I've always enjoyed. Um, I think that the broccolis, if I can, if I remember correctly, I believe the broccolis have always uh, shot that down. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the the producers of of, of these films, mm-hmm. I think they've always shot that down. And like you said, but that could be something they're introducing now. You know, that doesn't mean they're not going to introduce that moving forward. Even mm-hmm. if it wasn't pre Daniel Craig movies, it wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it does definitely make things, uh, even though things still really don't tie together well, it ties them together better, I, I guess, mm-hmm. like you said, especially yeah. with, I think that moving Judy, keeping Judy Dench was something that, like, for whatever reason, that really confused a lot of people. I mean, it, it was a little weird. I didn't really think much about well, it. Well, it was something yeah. they, it's something they had done for years. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I, I mean, uh, M's kept on coming. Yeah. It, you know, whoever played M often would go, would translate into other. Um, yeah. And Money Penny. Uh, yeah. And Money Penny and, uh, and Q, all of them went to I mean, I, the, went, through different bonds so and they've always done that so i don't know yeah i don't know maybe it's because it it was the first time it was somebody the caliber of judy dench had had translated over into another uh bond series but um i don't know um yeah i kept on during this movie expect and we you know we've we've alluded to this uh, expecting rami malek's character and i'm tired of saying rami malek so what was his name in the movie was it um uh lucifer lucifer oh my god i should have remembered that. that's how they said it, it too right because it's they said weird. yeah yeah they would say lucifer in this and lucifer uh, lucifer saffin saffin yeah. or saffin or whatever yeah. but uh yeah um his whole deal is that his parents were killed by um uh madeline's dad who was uh who who was oh, who was working with Spectre under Blofeld's orders? All this, and I was expecting there to be some other whammy that connected him to Bond in some way. But it, Bond is really incidental in the whole the whole plan that he has in this, which is to at first we think it's just that he's going to use the nanobots to kill certain people because he kills. This is that I thought that was a pretty cool scene because uh, there's a lot of double crossing in this mm-hmm. that you have to kind of keep your keep your uh, um, you have to keep pay attention to. But, you know, you have the CIA and you have Billy Magnuson's character who's double crossing the CIA mm-hmm. and um, the he's getting the scientist who is working on this nanobot technology uh, uh, who Spectre thinks is working with them. And he's going to uh, unleash this this stuff on Bond when he comes to uh, crash the the Blofeld party that's happening while he's in prison. Uh, the Blofeld birthday <laughs> party. They think they're going to uh, spray nanobots all over him and kill him, but it ends up killing most of uh, of Spectre in there. And then uh, and then the by the nature of the way it works, they. Um, they get Madeline to have some of this nanobot stuff on her and it transfers over to bond when bond like touches her or whatever. And Mm -hmm. then he unwittingly kills Blofeld in prison, uh, during the interrogation scene. Um, I did like this idea, um, Mm -hmm. this nanobot thing of acting like a virus and, and being able to kill whoever they wanted to. And, 
um, being programmed to kill uh, certain people. And, and the idea that they didn't even have to infect the person uh, directly. They just had to get to somebody who was going to be close to that person to uh, to kill him, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it just didn't seem like enough part of the story to me. And, and and for me, you might as well, I mean, I, you might as well just cut out. I, for me, if, if I was making this movie, I had to cut out all this stuff with the romance. I would have cut off, cut out, um, him leaving MI6 for any reason, uh, would have just made this a thing where Rami Malek has a, is, is, uh, trying to do this you know, trying to get all these nanobots everywhere. And that would have been the story. And you could still, I guess it, I guess now if you take out the love story, maybe, maybe, maybe I, maybe I need to agree with the filmmakers here. If you take that out, he has no reason to stay behind. Um, he, the reason why he stays on that Island at the end is that he knows he's, he would transfer those nanobots over to, um, to Madeline and the kid um, because isn't that what Rami Malek tells him at the end? Yeah. Is, that, yeah. That because he's, he's, he's infected him with the stuff and if yeah. all it takes is a kiss or whatever. Um, and uh, so part of the reason why he stays behind because is because he's, he knows he's going to infect them if he, if he uh, gets off the Island. Yeah, and I guess I guess dying or you know just it's it's better than taking a chance that he could accidentally because we haven't even mentioned that uh, she has a daughter. Which, <laughs> yeah. Which, oh, by the way, did you did you know he had a daughter? Yeah, which she tries to tell him it's not his, which makes no sense. Like I don't even know why that was said. Like because it's obviously yeah. got to be his. <laughs> Come I mean, on. yeah, she's I, five years old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess she could have immediately been so pissed off she just went and had like a one night stand or something. But yeah. I mean, even has like his eyes. But and, you know I, what? I, I thought about this. I thought about yeah. that line the way she said it. She yeah. said, "She's not yours," and it uh oh it yeah. sounds more like you may have fathered her but she's not yours to take care of is essentially what yeah it, you walked out on us that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, or or whatever i mean yeah no i i i i think you're probably right but yeah no so yeah he has a kid which which honestly like that could be interesting but like mm-hmm. once again since this is like the last movie i don't know it just it just felt a little like something it felt like added added like uh exposition or plot details that didn't need to be put in the last stuff you would never put in a bond if it wasn't for it wasn't the fact that he was his last movie uh um yeah i mean they, they that's that's the thing like it adds all this extra stuff to it uh where you're like, well, this has never happened in a Bond movie before, and and they've never done this with any other actors either. It's almost mm-hmm. like Craig is being anointed as the the special one here because, um, and and I, and I liked I like Daniel Craig a lot. I mean, he's definitely, I mean, he's definitely one of the top Bonds. But man, they really they really went out and said, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna give you all the things Bond has yeah. never had in other movies before. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like, yeah, that's what they were doing because it's been so many. They were just like, well, let's you know do some new stuff, I guess. And some of it works, some of it doesn't, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, it's interesting that whole thing about who's the best Bond. I've gotten to the point now, I think, where I'm just older and I've seen all these movies so many times that like, 
I don't even know that I have a favorite. Like, I think they all work in their own way mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. all have, well, most of them have good movies and bad movies, but, um, I don't know it, that that is interesting, but Craig, Craig might be like, Craig might be the best. Craig might be the best actor. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think Dalton's in that conversation. I think Connery's definitely in that conversation. I don't think Brosnan or Moore are nothing against them, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think they have the same abilities. I'm not even really sure Connery does, to be honest. Like Connery's yeah. always, I think Connery's a good actor, but he's definitely always felt more like a movie star to me. I don't, you know, not than like mm-hmm. a theatrical guy or something, but, um, you know, uh, and I know Dalton's like, you know, very much like theatrically trained and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know that that is an interesting conversation. But I guess just in my older age, I just don't you know, it's one of those where I'm just like, does it matter? <laughs> yeah, I've never had a I've never had a favorite, yeah. actually. Um, uh, and and uh, when it came time to rank Bond movies, we did this at uh, Hollywood 27. Mm-hmm. I had. um uh, the spy who loves me is my number one. That's my number time. one. And, uh, and you know, Roger Moore was always derided as not being Sean Connery and everything, but that's for me was the best one, the best movie. Um, and, and I've watched the ones that they, that most bond fans consider the best, like Thunderball and you, and you know, you only live twice, Dr. No and Goldfinger and all that. I've seen, you know, seen those plenty of times and I'm like, yeah, those are great. I don't, I don't, I don't have any problem with that. But, uh, I think also once, I think also that sometimes movies get that legendary status. And if you were, if you break into a series, uh, later than everyone else and you start you think that something else is better you're almost pressured into thinking you know pressured into saying well i guess thunderball is the best one you know uh I, instead of thinking for yourself or whatever but um, <laughs> i think i think spy who loved me though is the one that really is able to capture like both sides of bond really well mm-hmm. like it has it has and this is like you know what is this oh it's the same year as star wars yeah yeah so that really has nothing to do with it but it's around this time when but it does this it it does the really fun kind of suave uh the stuff that like austin powers is making fun of right mm-hmm. it, it captures that but it also has like a a darker side to it and and you do and you also i think the spy who loved me does a much better job with a love story than than these mm-hmm. Craig ones have done i i I think it's just able. I think that's why for me it's the best one because I think it's able to do something none of the other ones have really been able to do, and that's just capture all the angles and you know form them into this one thing. Because you know Connery's great, but Connery's also like when you get older and watch those, he's such an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's really hard to root for. Roger yeah. Moore is really easy to root for. I mean, he's definitely mm-hmm. got some problematic things in those movies, but and and he also unfortunately didn't make very many good Bond movies. Uh, mm-hmm but he's really easy to root for. So I totally get why people say he's their favorite, you know, even if he's yeah. not, maybe, maybe he's the lesser of the actors. I don't know, mm. but um, mm-hmm. no, I totally get it. But I also totally get why people like Craig. I mean, if I was, you know, if I had been like 15 or 16, when Casino Royale came out, I think this would just be my bond. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I totally get that too. And I think that's what bond is for a lot of people. I mean, we've talked about that, how Timothy Dalton is kind of ours just because, you know, we were at the right age when those films came out. So mm-hmm. when they were, and they also had that same, I mean, you know, you, you talk about how, um, you know, these Craig bonds, you know, started off as like, you know, born knockoffs kind mm-hmm. of, or, or not knockoffs, but, uh, 
fitting in with the flow of yeah. Bourne and then up yeah. into John Wick and, and everything like that. All the Bonds have done have done oh, this yeah. where they've where they've uh, you know where you know you talked about Star Wars being a big deal. Then they came out with Moonraker I mm-hmm. think a year or so later. Um, uh, they they came out with the black exploitation James Bond mm-hmm. uh, early in the seventies. Uh, uh, the the ones that we grew up watching, the Timothy Dalton ones, were coming out during the time of um, you know rogue agents, rogue cops, lethal weapon mm-hmm. movies, uh, Russian coming, bad coming, guys. Right, exactly. So so there was a darker feel to a lot of these you know these. Uh, these bond movies that came out in the late eighties and then they, then the nineties hit and it started being a little bit more of a, you know, we've got to be more conscious about, you know, what bond is and, and, oh, uh, yeah. you know, and everything. So that's why, that's why Judy Dench comes in to set him straight right off the bat. You know, I think you're a relic of an old era and all that. You're a dinosaur. Oh, and then you've, you've got Sean Bean asking him how many, Mar- how many martinis does he have to drink to silence the victim? <laughs> yeah. Which at the time, that's a funny one. Cause at the time, I know we're just talking about other bond movies, but at the time I remember thinking that was kind of cool. Now that if I rewatch Goldeneye now, that's the stuff that doesn't really work for me anymore because I don't mm-hmm. know why it just, it doesn't, it doesn't hold up well for whatever reason, especially that Sean Bean line, the Judy Dench line is kind of funny, but the Sean mm-hmm. Bean thing just seems a little, a little ridiculous that he would yeah. say that. Right. uh, No, you're right. They kind of go back and forth and they kind of go from like super serious to kind of silly to super to to more serious to kind of silly to more serious. So I'm curious if the next one's going to be more in the line of like Dalton or, you know, I mean, Brosnan or Roger Moore, you know, that kind of that kind of thing could be cool. I guess we'll find out in a couple of years. But um, I will will say this. I wouldn't I, I know that you wouldn't have mind. I wouldn't mind, and I know a, millions probably wouldn't mind uh, seeing "Know Me" be the next 007. No, I, or or just a woman in would, general. Yeah, absolutely. No, it not would at be all. amazing. I mean, and she's great yeah. in this. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I sometimes wonder if such a character was sort of written in because uh you know they they're almost experimenting like let's see how what people think of this character and then we'll oh for sure because they did that with Halle Berry doing... they did mm-hmm. that with Halle Berry they were going to make jinx movies thank god they didn't but they were going to yeah. make jinx movies <laughs> right after uh die another day um yeah no for sure and then like you said like let me like we get like the Ana de Ar- is it how do you say her name do you know I, I think it's Ana de Armas yeah. okay Ana de Armas um you know I you know, her character is just in that one sequence and she's a lot of fun. And plus I like her, I like the Mm -hmm. actress. So that might have a lot to do with it, but, uh, but I would love to see her back in some, you know, form. I'd love to keep seeing Ben Wishaw as Q and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Naomi Harris and, and Ray Fiennes. You know, so that would be cool. I mean, if they went that route, I I think I would really enjoy that. Um, cannot imagine how annoying social media would be, but, Mm -hmm. um, but it already oh, it'd is. be very annoying and, and uh, <laughs> unfortunately we look at those we look at those uh those kind of I mean, we look at that as the majority of people when they're really the minority they're just you know oh yeah that's the thing i mean people talk about how fandom's so toxic and i mean i i think i think most i, I think the majority of fans of anything are perfectly pleasant people that just want to watch their movies or read their books and be left alone you know they're not mm-hmm. i mean it's just the people that actually will say something just have to always be the the assholes and i i hate that but you know that's you just have to try to you have to try to separate that from actual 
fandom because mm-hmm. now there's all these articles being written on how fandom is bad it's like fandom's not bad it's just mm-hmm. you just gotta it's it's hard sometimes to yeah, uh, one out drown of out the, the few that are suck you know one out of every hundred is gonna be awful and you know but it does it does kind of taint everything right because like this new ghostbusters movie it, it's it's hard to get too hyped up about it because i've read too much people just being dicks mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's yep. just like you, you kind of carry that into the movie with you mm-hmm. uh whether it's intentional or not but typically if the movie ends up actually being good that kind of that does drown out anything you know you, you you've heard before but like i don't know it's it yeah it's an interesting discussion that we're gonna all keep having as social media mm-hmm. blossoms into whatever it blossoms into moving forward um, as, as amazing as, as it is though, two hours and 45 minutes of a bond movie, there's not much to talk about other than what we've talked about. I don't think, uh, you know, I mean the, you know, I think the action's good. I mean, we, we, we like a lot of the actors in this and, um, you know, I think I, for me it was, it came down to the villain and I don't think the villain was compelling. Um, and that was it. I think it's a good movie. I think it's a very solid bond you know adventure film i i I think i think it's a perfectly fine one i i don't think it's one that's really gonna like when i think about my favorite bond films i don't think this one's ever gonna come up maybe i'll watch it again and like it more but i do think that i think the rami malik character just holds it back the Mm -hmm. the lucifer Mm -hmm. uh god that name i didn't realize how dumb that name sounded until i said it um, well, and and at first I thought it was just plain old Lucifer. They didn't even change like the lettering. With him having the island and everything, did you think for a second he was going to be like Doctor No? <laughs> like, oh, I, well, I mean, I, I was, I, yeah, I I did think there might be some sort of relationship with you know. Yeah, I thought I thought maybe they would do something like that, but like maybe he was a former Spectre agent that. Got mm-hmm. you know got tired of it all and because I think I believe No was a was a was a Spectre agent. I don't also remember. I'm I have a lot of questions as to how old they think Rami Malek is uh, in oh, this movie. Yeah, yeah, that was confusing because he's like looks the exact same as when he tried to kill uh, her as a as a kid. Yeah, and that's yeah, got to be mean, like talk- tw- twenty years yeah, later, 20 right? Twenty something years here, and I think Rami Malek is. 35 36 i don't know if they're that there. those actors are that much different in age let's see uh leah sadu is 85 so she's probably malik's 40 um and she's and, 85 uh, so she's 36 yeah so not much difference between the two actors and then yeah i guess i guess if we really wanted to I guess he could have been 20, 18 to 20, somewhere around there when he came to kill. But yeah, what, you she, know. she's probably like 13 or something. And then I would assume yeah. her character is supposed to be like late 20s. So maybe it's been like 15 yeah, years. Yeah, it's probably not that much of a stretch. But I thought I thought for some reason it just seemed like a whole bunch of years. No, it, it's like, eh, It threw me possible? off. Like at one point I thought you were just going to find out he was related. Like that was his like dad or brother or something. yeah there was yeah. a there was a sick thought in my head i was like there's no way they're gonna do this in a james bond movie but there was a sick thought in my head that james bond was his, her father um, oh, wow <laughs> yeah and then they would have had the whole you know <laughs> moment where they're like oh my god oh my god i can't believe we did that so many times um well i guess on that note um what did you guys think of no time to die um we're going we're on uh 
Sincast presented by uh, Cinema Sins on Facebook. Cinema Sins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter, uh, Discord, and SoundCloud. And where p- can people find you, Jonathan? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Sam Loomis 13. I also do a uh, podcast every week called uh, Behind the Sins with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes. All right. That's going to do it for this mini pod. It's Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. There was a there was another one who played Money Penny. Wasn't her name Samantha Bond of all people? She was she the one in the Brosnan films? I think so. Yeah, she was in the she was in the Brosnan ones. Um, yeah, and that's that's funny. That's like uh, when they had like a they had the the actress with the last name Voorhees in a Friday the Thirteenth film. Um, <laughs> I mean, No Time to Die, obviously not Casino Royale, although right funny. Mm-hmm. hey guys we're gonna do a bond <laughs> review it's casino yeah. royale <laughs> yeah uh this movie just came out <laughs> we recorded this back then and finally found it yeah we do like do like references and stuff like hey i've just got my ipod <laughs> nano <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Through all the, uh... <laughs> yeah and i'm hearing that they're doing this thing with phones later <laughs>